Welcome back to the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning Podcast, episode number 118. With a deep dive into John J. Rady's most recent books, including the groundbreaking ADHD, Driven to Distraction with Dr. Edward Hollowell, Spark, the revolutionary new science of exercise in the brain that established Dr. Rady as one of the world's foremost authorities on the brain fitness connection, and Go Wild that explores how we can achieve optimal physical and mental health by getting in touch with our roots. During our interview together on episode number 116, we barely scratched the surface of these three books. So I wanted to take the time to dive a bit deeper into each one of them, keeping in mind the top five health staples that we focused on with episode number 87. Dr. Rady's interview was insightful, and many people from around the world emailed me with feedback about how timely and inspiring they thought Dr. Rady's research was, especially with where we are in the world today. Dr. Rady said himself, if we're going to have to learn to live with COVID, we're going to have to learn to be well. And I thought about how our podcast took a turn from just focusing on social and emotional skills and neuroscience to a serious focus on the importance of health around season three and episode number 71, which was right in July of 2020 in the middle of the pandemic. And this is when I first started to study Dr. Shane Creato from Dr. Daniel Amen's offices on the importance of sleep. It seems to me that we can't ask our students in our classrooms or employees in our workplaces to focus on social, interpersonal, emotional, or cognitive skills without first putting an emphasis on health. The more I learned in this area, the more convinced I became of the mind-brain-body connection that inspired me to take a trip to Dr. Daniel Amen's clinics in Costa Mesa, California for a brain scan to see what we could learn to improve the health of my family and share the findings on the podcast. After the three episodes where I covered the importance of getting your brain scanned, there was one person who was integral for me meeting new people in the area of health and wellness, and that was Luke Dupron, the host of the Live Great Lifestyle podcast from episode number 90. Luke and I became friends through LinkedIn, and I immediately asked if he would come on the podcast as a guest. Although health is my number one value and something I block off time each day for, I knew there was so much more I needed to learn in this area. We only know what we know, and after looking at Luke's podcast, I was blown away. I highly recommend going to his website and looking through his episodes. I knew there was so much more that I needed to learn, and you'll find many different topics that go deep into the area of health and wellness through Luke's podcast. After an incredible interview, it was Luke Dupron who referred me to Dr. Eric Wan and the Wave Neuroscience team for episode number 89, Momo Vyusic from episode number 93, and Dr. Daniel Stickler for episode 96. All of these interviews stretched me to think beyond what I knew before in the area of health and wellness, and Luke's podcast helped me to do this. 
Then around September of 2020, after watching Dr. David Perlmutter's Alzheimer's, the Science of Prevention series, I began thinking of who I could get to fill in interviews to cover these top five health staples that kept appearing everywhere. I knew I could ask Dr. Shane Creato to cover the importance of sleep, but I had no idea he would urge me and my husband to get our brain scanned through Amen Clinics and lead us to a whole new level of understanding of our health. Jason Whitrock from episode 94 was someone I had followed for years on social media, and he really left the impression on me that he was there to help people to get in shape and stay in shape. He just seemed genuine, so I sent him a message through Instagram for the interview. He replied, and before I knew it, he wrote back, and our interview was set. I had the top five health staples covered. Daily exercise was staple one, staple two, getting good quality sleep, Staple three, eating a healthy diet, four, optimizing our microbiome, and five, intermittent fasting. Now that you see how we found the importance of health and wellness on our podcast, you'll see why I dropped everything I was doing when I saw Dr. Rady's book, Spark, that focused on getting kids hooked on moving instead of sitting in front of the television or their computers or iPads. If exercise and nutrition could be important for adults, anti-aging, and Alzheimer's prevention, what could it possibly do for our students? Here's what I learned. So the top lesson learned from Spark, lesson number one, exercise, the impact of physical activity on academic achievement. Dr. Rady wrote the book Spark after he saw Naperville's Trends in International Mathematics and Science Study, the TIMSS test, where they scored number one in science and number six in math in the world, proving that there was something unique that Naperville had discovered with the correlation of exercise and academic achievement. Naperville provided a powerful case study that aerobic activity can transform not only the body, but also the mind. What was being taught at Naperville that was so unique was a lifestyle, They were teaching fitness instead of sports with a program called Zero Hour PE that was supported by emerging research showing that physical activity sparks biological change that encourage brain cells to bind to one another. For the brain to learn these connections must be made, they reflect the brain's fundamental ability to adapt to challenges. The more neuroscientists discover about this process, the clearer it becomes that exercise provides an unparalleled stimulus, creating an environment in which the brain is ready, willing, and able to learn. What I loved about what they discovered at Naperville with their zero-hour PE that prepared students to learn through vigorous exercise was that they created lifelong habits for choosing exercise as a stress management tool in college and beyond. So how can you implement the zero-hour PE in your life? Whether you're an educator working in the classroom or an employee working in the corporate world, this concept can be easily implemented to get you into a state of heightened awareness before learning or before you need to sit and work for long periods of time at your desk. I'll be interviewing Paul Zentarski, who worked closely with Naperville Study through his work in PE at the high school, next week, and he does have clear ideas on how to implement a program like Naperville's, 
with his Learning Readiness PE program. But until then, think of ways you could encourage students to get this aerobic activity before class. Or what types of programs could you set up in the workplace to encourage high-impact aerobic activity before the workday begins? It's clear that aerobic activity has a dramatic effect on adaptation, regulating systems that might be out of balance, and optimizing those that are not. It's an indispensable tool for anyone who wants to reach his or her full potential. The top lesson learned from Go Wild? There were many lessons in Go Wild that were important that stem from the fact that we must understand that our happiness is greatly dependent on our biological well-being. But the one I picked out was focused on sleep, since it's one of the top five health staples that we've been talking about the past few months. Lesson two is the obesity-sleep connection. Put college students on four hours of sleep a night and then give them a glucose tolerance test and they look pre-diabetic, meaning they have a higher than normal blood sugar level. Food consumption goes way up. This explains insulin resistance, which is when cells in your muscles, fat, and liver don't respond well to insulin and can't use glucose from your blood as energy. To make up for it, your pancreas makes more insulin. Over time, your blood sugar levels go up provoked solely by lack of sleep. Obesity and sleep loss have been long associated, but the research has finally found out why. Researchers based at the University of Colorado found that sleep deprivation did indeed show a marked increase in weight gain, even with no measurable decline in activity or in energy expenditure. Instead, The experience disrupted the body signaling of pathways associated with the insulin response, particularly a set of hormones that control hunger levels. As a result, people ate more, especially women, in the evening. The connection between sleep and weight loss is something I also heard from the CEO of Fisher Wallace Laboratories, Kelly Roman, on episode number 108 on those wearable medical devices for anxiety, depression, and sleep stress management, and Dr. Daniel Stickler from episode 96. So how do we implement this knowledge in our daily life? How can you improve your sleep? Now has never been a better time for all of us to take our sleep seriously. I have just spent the last month measuring my sleep using the Fisher-Wallace sleep device and plan to release the results next week that will help us all find ways to improve and measure our sleep. But until then, I recommend going back to some of our podcasts that dive deep into the importance of sleep, like episode 71 on self-regulation and sleep with a deep dive into Shane Creato's Peak Sleep Performance for Athletes, or episode 85 with Dr. Sarah Mackay on high-performing brain health strategies that we should all know about and implement. So the top lesson learned from driven to distraction, lesson three, ADD or ADHD, how to get the most out of life with attention deficit disorder. Driven to Distraction was first released in 1994, and Dr. Rady was worried that people would think the book had to do with driving instead of understanding attention deficit disorder. This book went on to sell over a million copies and sparked an understanding of this neurological disorder that causes a range of behavior problems such as having trouble focusing on school or work, following instructions, completing tasks, as well as difficulties with impulse control and appropriate social interactions. 
I had no idea that 15 million people in the USA have ADD or ADHD, both children and adults. And it made me think back to my visit to Dr. Amen's clinics for my brain scan and that X test that they had us do before our scan. If you listen to part three of the brain scan series where I gave my results, I mentioned this X test we had to take that was designed to identify whether someone had ADD or not. I also mentioned actress Laura Cleary's spec scan results that clearly showed she had ADD. So how do we implement this knowledge in our daily life? How do we know if we have ADD or not? If you're listening to this episode and wonder if your short attention span, distractibility, or procrastination could be ADD, there is a test that you can do right now that can help guide you towards some answers. This online test is through Amen Clinics, and it wasn't far off from some of the pre-brain scan testing that we had to do. If you would like to learn more about yourself, take this test and see what you learn. You can take it. It's just a four-minute test, and you'll learn if you have it or not according to the questions set by Dr. Amen, who's performed this test many times, many different ways. You'll also receive strategies on what you can do about it. This, coupled with Dr. Rady's book, Driven to Distraction, will provide you with some understanding and strategies that you'll need to learn to gain some control back in your life. So just a review from the lessons learned from Dr. Rady's three books, lesson one, exercise, how important the impact of physical activity is on academic achievement. Lesson two, the obesity sleep connection. We've got to improve our health by improving our sleep. And lesson three is ADD, ADHD, how to get the most out of life with attention deficit disorder by looking to see if it's something that we have or not. These three lessons all tie back into the top five health staples with sleep and exercise. And we've added a new one with the understanding of ADD or ADHD that's one of the most misunderstood illnesses today. The more we can learn about our health and well-being, the better prepared we can be to become proactive with our life, health, and future. Some wise words from John J. Rady to end this episode. Getting older is unavoidable, but falling apart is not. I hope this episode will spark an interest in you to read Dr. Rady's books so you can take his wisdom and apply it to your life for improved results. I'll see you on Friday for our next Brain Fact Friday episode. Until then, take care. If you're enjoying the Neuroscience Meets Social and Emotional Learning podcast, please don't forget to subscribe so you'll stay up to date with our new episodes. While you're there, please feel free to give us a review or a five-star rating as it helps others find us. For more information on our programs, books, and tools for schools and the workplace, visit us at www.achieveit360.com.